0: Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast. Over the summer break, it's gonna be a bit different. We're not going to do any new episodes of The Heart of a Youth Leader, but rather we're going to replay some of the older episodes. We've had over 100 episodes of, of this podcast now. Uh, and so what we're going to do is just each week select an older episode that perhaps you would missed, didn't hear, one of those episodes that perhaps had fewer listens than others. Uh, sometimes that happens just because of the week it goes out uh, is a time when everyone just is busy or doesn't get to engage with it Uh, but we don't want you to miss uh, any of what we've been saying and i've been putting into these episodes so we'll have a we'll have a selection Uh, and this week is no different Uh, i hope you enjoy this replay of the heart of a youth leader rick warren in his book, The Purpose Driven Life, which is an amazing book. Uh, If you haven't read it, get it and spend 30, 60 days, something like that, or maybe 40 days, going through uh, the basics of what it means to follow Jesus. Anyway, in that book, he says something about humility. He says, humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. And that quote is catchy and it's clever and it's kind of based on something that C.S. Lewis wrote in his book Mere Christianity and again another uh, Christian classic which if you haven't read you really should. C.S. Lewis wrote this, do not imagine that if you meet a really humble man he will be what most people call humble nowadays. He will not be a sort of greasy, smarmy person who is always telling you that of course he is nobody. Probably all you will think about him is that he seemed a cheerful, intelligent chap who took a real interest in what you said to him. If you do dislike him, it will be because you feel a little envious of anyone who seems to enjoy life so easily. He will not be thinking about humility. He will not be thinking about himself at all. he goes on to say if anyone would like to acquire humility i can i think tell him the first step the first step is to realize that one is proud and a biggish step too at least nothing whatever can be done before it if you think you are not conceited it means you are very conceited indeed Uh, and that's the reality isn't it if you think you are humble you are not humble it's one of those claims it's like you can't answer honestly the question are you asleep with yes Uh, it's like you can't ever say that you're humble because if you would say that you haven't quite got to that place of being humble Uh, and yet Jesus I think you would describe as humble uh, he's amazing, isn't he? hes He doesn't come across ever as arrogant, doesn't come across ever as boastful, full of pride, even though he tells us he's the Son of God, that he and the Father are one. These things are kind of boastful, but they don't come across boastful because he's not boasting. And everything he does is not in an arrogant or boastful way. You know, you think, the, 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 the king of all kings, the lord of creation, if anyone had the right to spend time with the richest, the wealthiest, the uh, most powerful people, it would have been Jesus. And yet who do we see he chooses to spend time with? Fishermen, tax collectors, sinners, the people that no people should spend time with in that culture. Jesus chose to be around uh, the people who society called insignificant. Isn't that beautiful that Jesus sees us? That no matter who we think we are, no matter how small we feel or insignificant or irrelevant, Jesus sees you and me. And he sees our young people and we need to introduce him to them and vice versa. We need to help them see Jesus's humility. You know, uh, there's that wonderful encounter in Matthew chapter eight. Uh, It's just a couple of verses, verse 19 and 20. A teacher of the law came to Jesus and said, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay down his head. Uh, And isn't it amazing That Jesus, the Son of God, involved in the creation of the universe, when he comes to the world, when he comes down onto earth, he has nowhere to call home. And I guess one part of me thinks it's because this isn't home. This is he's passing through it. This isn't part of how he designed the world to be before before the fall. And yet, actually, it's just part of home to him. Everything is home to him and so he doesn't have a residency he doesn't have a house he doesn't have a place where he says that's where i live because he was for everybody and he is for all uh, and it's bigger than that but i also think it's a sh- sign of his humility that even though he was the son of god he had no place to call home and and how many of us take pride in our homes in fact so often Uh, People take out loans to make their houses good, whether that's to have an extension or to get it redecorated or whatever, have the garden done or the drive redone or whatever it may be. We can spend fortunes and put ourselves into difficulty and debt trying to make our houses look good. Uh, And that's Christians and non-Christians, I think. Uh, And that's 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 a thing of pride. we want to have pride in our houses how often do we spend millions on our on our churches trying to make them look great whereas actually Jesus said I have no home I have no place to lay down my head to rest because he was there for the poor he was there for the lonely he was there for the isolated you know i've been uh, reading this book the personality of jesus which i've been referring to these last few weeks by francis e Clarke, written in 1924 completely out of date but completely relevant uh, and he talks about jesus's humility uh, and he says a prideful person is never humble he is always thinking of himself always posing always asking always saying to himself what will others think of me boy that hits home hard how often do I find myself thinking what what will others think of me and that's a pride thing that's because I care about what people think of me because I want them to think I'm important or relevant or clever or significant or whatever it is I want them to think that's a pride issue uh, and we need to we need to repent of that and go over it because it imagine what we could do for God if we didn't worry about who got the credit imagine We desire to spend time with humble people because they don't place themselves above us. We can be drawn to humility. It's a very attractive quality. And if we can show Jesus's humility to young people, they will be attracted to him. They will be drawn to him. And then think of that radical moment when Jesus dressed himself up in the form of a servant and bent down, knelt down on the floor and washed his disciples feet that is such an act of humility not of pride or boastfulness and we need to be looking to do the same to to the young people we serve don't have our favorites don't go for the ones who give us the best attention but we need to go for all of them we need to love everyone bring them in bring our team in and remember however young we feel however insignificant we are However unnoticed you might feel, Jesus notices you. Go for it.